day. Indeed, it is the day. Close to the end of what has been a nightmarish year of 2020. Oh, it's been bad. Uh, we are going to take a look back at some of the tech, the good, the bad, the stuff we mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, and and give it a good old give it a good old tier list ranking. Tier list ranking. <laughs> it's fine. It's yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna drink my warm pee. So good. All right. Too good. Oh boy, gentlemen. Me, Greg, Santa, Tyler, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes. So we are going to take an arbitrary list of gadgets, a bunch of stuff we mentioned, a bunch of stuff we did not, and rank them on a scale of S to F, because that's how the alphabet works. It is. S is always in front of everything. This is true. So we have a a handful of things that we will be... A smattering of items, if you will. Yes. Now, one of my personal favorites that we did cover some episodes back. Don't remember which episode, because... Anyway, uh, we have the the Charmin Rollbot. Ah, uh, yes. The the ti- speaking of segways, the <laughs> tiny little robot with wheels that, that will- shows up to give you toilet paper when you have run out of toilet paper. Yes, I'm gonna put that in B for now. Where? Um, uh, no, F. Why F? Because I it's mean, not real. Some- I was going to say, there's some obvious choices, one of them being it is a prototype only. It's a fake, and it was just done for shits and giggles, no pun intended. That being but said, it's, an, it's a For not being real, you get, an, you get an F for being fake. <laughs> but it had so much potential. We can, we can judge this list based off potential. I mean, to be fair, though, if we're really going to consider it from a, like a how good is the idea perspective, it's not great. This implies that you have a doggy door on your bathroom door. Yeah. Why? For a, for a little toilet paper delivering robot. And <laughs> if we don't, lest we not forget, at the top of that's just flat. Yeah, so you could put a beer on you it. You could put a beer on it. How's it going to get the beer? I don't know. We'll you figure gotta that out. you got to put it on there, which means you already had it in your hand. Maybe you're delivering it to somebody else. Maybe Maybe the bartender sending out beers. On a tiny little robot. I would pay money to go to that bar. I'm saying, I think that elevates it from an F to at least a C at that Absolutely point. Absolutely not. It's still <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I don't know. Little, little buddy, I think you're a C in my book. but it, <laughs> It's, oh, it, you know, it's all right. I would give it no more than a C. It, it sounds like the people have spoken. Yeah, the Greg, people have are you, spoken. Are you still aggressively putting that in F? Considering that it's not real? Yes. But the holiday spirit, Greg, capitalism's mm-hmm. not real either, so we got to hope for the best. The holidays have spoken. Okay. All right. All right. That's a good point. That's a good point. Indeed. Indeed. Um, so let's see. Where, is that? So where, are you, where are you putting it? That's it's an F. still an F. Firmly planted okay. an F. Great. Awesome. Why is F green? That's a shame. Because it's great. It just happens to be awesome. what the color no, thing I went think, with. No, I think, I think we've nailed it one for one. <sighs> All right. Um, so for the future reference, I'm putting these all in B to start with, and then we'll debate them from there. It works for me. Google Stadia. An interesting idea for for a, C. Uh, a gaming thing. I I'm, wouldn't put it in Greg, C. Greg, I'm glad you agree in Spanish. 
I wouldn't put it at C. I'd put it at B, honestly, where it is currently. Um, being as it's not available on a whole lot of things, but it is super freaking cool what you can do with it, which is basically you can just stream games, kind of like how Game Pass does it, except it's not installed on the device. It's just streamed. Or as good as Game Pass. It. True. A fair, which is why I'm giving it a B, because I think it's a great concept for a, a thing. It just sucks that you really you can't use it on things, especially Google things, which is weird. Yeah. Uh, I mm, See, I think it should go in C at best, um, if not F, personally. Um, oh, boy. Uh, so because the Google Stadia... It's so rare right? we agree on something. I'm just really relishing <laughs> this right now. Um, so the Google Stadia, you get it with a Chromecast, all that jazz. Sometimes. Well, you have to. You have to get it with a, the Chromecast Right, Ultra. you are making the case that this is at, <laughs> at best a right. C item. <laughs> so it has to run on a Chromecast Ultra and some of the other Chromecasts, not the new one as of right now. Not the one they give you with the thing. No, no the one we got with the thing does run it. The oh, one, right, sometimes. the new one can't the Chrome, the Chromecast, yeah, the Chromecast TV, the Chromecast with Android TV that does one not doesn't, run. which is freaking right. stupid. So, so dumb. But sure. you don't... Yep. And with Stadia, if you you have to buy the games on their platform, which means you own them on mm-hmm. Stadia, which you have to stream, which if you don't have a good enough internet connection, you don't you don't get to take those games anywhere else. It's not crossed by anything. True. And it's just so weirdly limited. I, I don't understand. You can't That's play That's fair. It. I don't think you can play it on like a PC or a browser right now. You can't even play it on all of Google's stuff. Which is dumb, but all right. right. Uh, it's just not... I'm... I'm all right. For you, the idea, you've, you've put a compelling argument. I'm going to say put it in C just because the idea. The idea saves is it from being good. an F. Yeah, it's a great idea, not well executed. It saves it because we'll go C for Cyberpunk because apparently it works great on Stadia, which is weird. It is weird. So weird. But Greg. yeah, I'm I'm fine with that being a C. All right. All right. Greg, thoughts and feelings on it being a C? I mean, yeah, but in my mind it's a C minus, so yeah, that's not quite an F, but it's, it's yeah, it's not quite an F. No, but it's fine. It's I think not. it's I think it's that's perfectly fine. It's a it's a low C for sure. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. bottom of the barrel C right there. Um, let us see. <laughs> Give me my next one, Tyler. Uh, we so this one, this picture is specifically the Nvidia thirty eighty, but we're just using that to represent the the three thousand series, the uh, entire Nvidia three thousand yeah. series, including the thirty sixty Ti. Mm-hmm. So, gentlemen, thoughts, feelings? S. I mean, B. A. A. Greg, why A? Um, I think that it, it's it's certainly promising, but based on the information that they've shown us, I need to see it out in the wild a little longer before I put it at like that top, top, top tier. Certainly, it, it has been very impressive in terms of the benchmark testing so far, um, but I really need to see its its true potential, you know, as it develops across its lifespan. So it certainly has S potential, but right now, solid A. I mean, that's fair. Maybe I'm putting the cart before the horse, but I just think what they've promised, what it's already been shown to do with a benchmark, it's pushed the ab- to the absolute limit of what we can possibly do right now for gaming as far as graphics cards go, including video rendering and all that stuff. I think it puts it in a S-tier category for me on this one just because of what it's actually able to do. That's fair, but do we... So a couple things to consider. Do we take the avail- the availability issues into account? 
I no, because I think no. I think we're just looking at the best tech and and the availability okay. issues don't relate to its performance or right. It's you know. not going to affect what the thing is capable of. It affects who's capable of doing it, and I don't think that's a fair limiting factor. Right, because if we're mm. going to look at shipping delays, we should just call Christmas a D or a, <laughs> yeah, an F because true. everything's getting delayed. <laughs> that's fair. That is fair. Um, yeah, and now and then, do we want to? Do we want to? So we're just judging it based on standalone, not based on like via competition or anything. I'm just well, we based are on the because product it, as as a whole. Yeah, no, based no, no, like, on its like the, the Nvidia itself, as in not comparing it to say big Navi stuff. No, this is just looking at Nvidia as a product itself, judging it based off its own merits, what it's proven to be capable of doing, uh, just overall the the hardware itself. Mm, I'd say. I'd I'd give it an A, an A personally, yeah, because I don't. It's nothing. It's nothing earth shattering. It's nothing groundbreaking. Um, but it's good. It's still really good. I, I mean, think, that's fair. I think you really got to put in some solid, over the top effort. Something really like bah, to be to, to be, be an S to be an S. So I'm I'm gonna that's say fair. A. I'll be happy with an A, although in my mind it's an S. Greg, we think an A. Yep. All right. So we'll throw that bad boy into A. Yeah. All right, all right. Now, what uh, you guys thinking? Uh, we thinking game console. We thinking mobile phone. We thinking stick with the uh, get the get the final. Get some more with PC something stuff. out there. I mean, for me, there's only one S on this list, so I just just keep throwing stuff at me and see if you can convince me otherwise. Greg, I, I I know there's one you're itching to get to, but we'll get to that. Uh, yeah, you can you can just up. throw whatever, man. I'm all down. <laughs> He's uh, all down. All let's go. Down. Let's go a little bit interesting. Let's go with the. It's real tough to tell what that is from that picture, <laughs> um, but it is the the Raspberry Pi 400, which is they managed to effectively stuff a Raspberry Pi into a keyboard, which is kind of cool actually. Mm-hmm. So you have the USB ports, the SD card slot, the Ethernet, the HDMI output, all into a keyboard already. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can effectively plug that into a TV and start doing what you're gonna do with a Raspberry Pi. Um, I I'm thinking personally. Give me, give me your opening argument here, Tyler. I'm thinking A or S. Wow. Truthfully, I was thinking B. I mean, so just based off of my my last my last stance mm-hmm. on uh, um, on S tier, where you need to do something kind of groundbreaking or wow, this takes out a lot of the a lot of the issues with a Raspberry Pi. It makes it much much more accessible. What issues? getting it up and running so you get a raspberry pi you don't have a case you don't have peripherals you don't have anything unless you buy the kit but yeah right well yeah yeah you it's a raspberry pi you can you can tweak that thing till there's no tomorrow right, it's basically just a motherboard right but this you get it up and running that comes the the kit quote so to speak comes with the raspberry pi os on this already you have the the sd card loaded with it on there already mm-hmm. so it just makes it that much easier and more accessible for people to to get into things and start tweaking just kind of Open up to more hobbyists, maybe younger people, maybe kids getting into it. Um, so so think, we're going A or S on the Raspberry Pi 400 simply for ease of use? Yeah. I, I don't I know. Don't, I mean, it's I don't not, think that's worthy of an A or an S but to me. The the aesthetics of it aren't super spectacular. I mean, the price is a, is a big thing about it. Um, mm-hmm. And things do run relatively smoothly, but, like, it's, you know, it's good for cost, but I don't think 
bang for buck plays into the best. So, I mean, like the highest I would give this is a B, maybe. I, I think it's worthy of a B. I mean, Raspberry Pi as itself is a fantastic piece of hardware. True. You can do an absurd amount of things with it. Um, the fact that it's an all-in-one solution gives it a few extra points in my book. I just don't think it quite puts it to A because it's. I wouldn't say it's pushing the limits. It's basically taking things that you already have to do, or things that already exist, and being like, hey, we've done all the things for you. Now it's just a little bit easier. Um, yeah, so I, I, I think it's, it's a B in my opinion. I do too. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, yeah. Solid the argument. Solid argument. Oh I'll, I'll keep it at keep it at a B. I, I, I'm just I'm just watching myself. I look so disappointed. I'm like, I, I just, uh, just didn't No, that's anything. default. That's a default, Greg. <laughs> that's yeah. resting Greg that, face. That happens anytime anyone yeah. looks at you, Greg, so <laughs> Um All right, all right, all right. So like let's, a cat hit me with itself. that next one. Let's get into one that needs a little bit of explanation. Okay. This is the Puppy Hachi M1 something or other projector. Okay. Yes. What it does is it projects a, a touchscreen, effectively. So does short, it actually work? It's a short throw projector wow. where you can use it as a touchscreen. Um, basically, you can mount it on your desk and have a little... Does it run Does it run Android natively? I think so. I believe I believe it runs... It, it, it displays an Android, an Android OS, I believe. Um... So you can kind of just do general things, carry it around. Um, I'm just trying to think of kind of uh, use cases for something like this. See, here's the thing. So this, to me, is a solid C product. Uh, again, strictly for the idea. The idea is awesome. It's very limited in what you can do with this. Um, I feel like this is a very niche item. Uh, it's not going to be something that everybody's going to have. It's not something that everybody's going to need or even want. Um, it's cool is what it is. It's like a glimpse into the future. Uh, and it's cool. The practical applications right now are severely limited um, because you can only have it at short distances. It's not something that you can project across the room. That's not what it's designed for. Right, and I get it's that. It's designed for a short throw distance. Right, so, so you can I just think... take a, a, ni a nice white desk... Because you just need a white desk and have things to do. Right. What did you say a C? I said a C. Well, I'll, 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 I, I, I will agree. <laughs> I mean, it does, okay. have some, it does have some app compatibility issues where it is so fucking cool, though. Like, but it's I think a great right. idea. That, that in in concept, yes, but in practicality, we have to look at the best. And when you're among the best, you need to not only be cool and innovative, but functional and practical. And this has the innovation, but it's missing some of the practicality. So yeah, okay, I'll come down off my my high horse on this, and uh, I agree. See, also, it's a thousand dollars. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? Make it an F now because that's ridiculous. The price is important. Price doesn't matter for S's and A's, but it matters for F. So you can you can cast this about so 100 inches. So that's about All right, so that's what, like 8 feet. Eight, yeah, 8 feet. You can, you can no, but fling that's it the size feet. you can cast. It's not the distance. I mean, that's the ability. I mean, it's throw distance is still pretty short. I is thought that, it was throw. Is it not throwing eight feet? Is it not? Because I mean, at that point, if you're throwing something eight feet, it's going to be fucking huge. I'm assuming, based off of what normal is, throw we, distance does, on projectors. Do they, even, do they even put in like the recommended throw distance on it? It's probably as close as you can possibly get it. <laughs> Although I bet there is actually a distance that's too close. 
where yeah. it really can't distinguish what you're And the sheer getting. fact that that is relatively unclear means that it should be a C. So I think you've nailed it. Well, now, <laughs> I think Ryan was yelling at it to be a... Uh, I was C. saying an F just based off of the You're price. You're saying but F because C. of the price. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Take the C. price well, out I'm, of I'm it. Not, that was, that was, that was a joke. That was Hold a joke. How, why are we going to take the price out of it? It's a very important part of this product. I mean, when it comes down to putting it in C or F, we can look at price as a final deciding factor on that. But I'm still saying C simply because the idea is super cool. It's just not practical. Unfortunately, yep, so it, it will move be that bad boy down. Move it down. Right. Get it down throw there. distance of 50 centimeters. What? The throw. Di- so it's, it's that's a super- how far away you can be. Yeah. It's an oh. ultra short throw. So it oh, basically no, it, it's a short not. throw, but it, it goes up. You know, it can make it. Pretty it can big, expand it's, it's, to eight it, feet. It can yes. make a big thing. So, yeah. So you're, if you're putting it on a wall or whatever, you're putting it like on the ground underneath it. And it's throwing it. We've talked. We have talked about this one for a very long time. And we all like it very much. It's a C. I'm saying. Right, we're throwing it down to C. It's a C. All yeah. right, we'll give it. We'll give it a C because for the sole reason why it exists and the robot thing does not. <laughs> that's that's fair. <laughs> so I think that was the robot just imaginary. As F just imaginary. So they made one prototype for that one thing, and they're like, "That's it." So it's real. It I, exists. Okay, but like one of them exists. They will you not fuck. make more. This one you can actually buy. <laughs> well, it's currently unavailable on Amazon, but it has a price tag. Charmin, on, on their Ro- website, Charmin yeah. Robot doesn't have a price tag. That is true. That is true. Um, let's keep with the creepy bit. Um, let's talk uh, about... Yes. What is it? The, the Dexmo haptic gloves? The Dexmo haptic gloves that give you feedback in VR to kind of yeah. let you know when you're grabbing stuff. So here's the way I look at this one. I'll just hop on the bandwagon here and start defending this one right out of the gate. <laughs> so uh, I'm saying it's a B. It's a solid B item for the... Uh, innovation behind it, what they're actually trying to do, which is give you a new sense of touch with VR, mm-hmm. uh, which they're nailing. I think it's awesome. The gloves look weird as fuck, but they work. Um, and as well as pushing the innovation ideas of what we can further do with VR. Also, you can purchase this one. It has good reviews, albeit expensive, and it's kind of niche on how you have to go about getting these specific ones. But the fact that this is opening up the market to so many different ideas and trains of thought when it comes to different avenues of playing the games, it's pretty solid. And I think it deserves a solid B because it's not quite a category to me. It's not really throwing us into a whole new realm when it comes to VR. It's just adding on a peripheral for VR. And I think that it's something that should be recognized, but it's not anything landmark it's not anything amazing you know what i mean um so i'm you going say, yeah, go, ahead, yeah, go ahead no i think we're gonna uh, we think the same thing let's go when you say you can buy them yes you have to get authorization <laughs> to buy them <laughs> how so that's not really buy. yeah i bet if you if you tried hard enough and talked to Charmin, you can buy them the same way you can buy these fucking gloves <laughs> all right that being that's said fair. i don't think it's an f no, it's not an F. Nope. Are you going to say it's a C, though? I think what? it's a C. It's a C. Yeah. For the oh, sheer fact that you outrageous. can't get them. You can't get them. Like, the article that came try? out about them was, like, last year. You can certainly try, but you may not get them. But they are not readily available. So, yes, A for innovation, F for availability, meet in the middle C. Right. That's I don't know. Well, B, seems a, bit, B yeah. seems a bit closer <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> Technically, in the middle would be B. No, A. You said A. Never mind. So, we'll go. Yeah, he said yeah, A. He didn't say S. S. No, I, um, I I said B. Uh, yeah, no, I personally got to think that goes to C just because it does. It's not a. Th- I can't. 
I it's not feel being dirty used. putting it on scene. It's not being at least developed. at least the toilet robot was actually made. These were made too. They were made. Yeah, you can see reviews of people actually testing them out. They were made in the same capacity the poop robot was. <laughs> you could actually buy yeah. these at one point. Agreed. I don't think yeah. you could. Almost positive. Haptic you could. gloves, poop robot. They're the same level. I can't wait for an Oculus poop simulator. Oh no, uh, Charmin <laughs> did that. Taco night. Yeah. Just no. lose grip. Lose grip. <laughs> lose grip. Oh god. All right. Put it on C. You guys are oh, a bunch of jerks. C. All right, let us go to the one yes. I'm most biased about, the Pixel Google? 5. Yeah. <laughs> Pixel go ahead, 5. Tyler. Okay. Yeah, try to convince so, us that this is anything but a B. That's what I was thinking too, Greg. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, I don't I don't know if I would convince it anything higher than Admittedly, B. I don't think it, uh, it didn't really, it didn't, well, aside from the Pixel style of phone itself, it didn't really push the limits on anything else. Um, not really. So mm, I, uh, I have a uh, not a super strong argument for A. I think it could go into A. Mm. Um, eh, probably not though. But I think it, it's going to go into B. In my opinion, for the same reason we're putting the Raspberry Pi 400 on a B, uh, where they've they've basically tweaked some things to make it more user friendly, more accessible. That's about it. They didn't really push like the NVIDIA, for instance, NVIDIA 3000 series really pushed the envelope as far as what we can actually do feasibly with a GPU. Yeah. Google Pixel 5, yeah. I don't really feel like we pushed the Plus, envelope. On based that on one. our list, you can clearly see it's not the garbage that's in the C tier, but it's not <laughs> this is the true. End, so B true. is a comfortable place for it. That's fair. It, it does. It does everything moderately good like it does everything and they they did a good job fixing what they screwed up with the previous generation so Agreed. i definitely give them credit for that uh i went from the effectively not directly but i had the the last pixel i had was the 2xl which is outstanding yep went to the note 10 regretted it went to the five really missed the generation gaps that were terrible <laughs> on the pixels yeah good um, call on that one it's the so it's the it's the best phone for a non-power user, I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. Everything I agree. it everything it does just very simple, very fluid, very seamless, but you're not you're not going to be like running 4K hardcore gaming on it. Everything works very well, very simply, but not anything super astronomical. So, mm-hmm. I think it's the strongest B you could possibly get. I agree. But I think yeah, it's it's still- it's, it's, it's- it's a B plus, whereas the uh, Raspberry Pi is like a B minus. So, but still, agreed, you know, agreed. I, I definitely think it's a strong B candidate for sure. Yeah, I dig that. I dig that. Um, and then one of the other weird ones we have, Greg, you have to run us down on this one. Uh, what is this? This backpack we got running here. Ooh, this is good. So this is the uh, Samsonite Connect Eye Slim backpack uh, with Jacquard by Google. Um, And it it connects with your smartphone. And what it is essentially is Samsonite, which is solid anyways, um, has made this backpack that has a chip built into it um, that makes part of the fabric a touch uh, receiver. Uh, And this allows you to, um, you know, play, pause, move forward and back on music. Um, the, uh, you can activate your phone camera, trigger a, a photo countdown. It has uh, connectivity with Google assistance. It's water repellent, you know, fits, it's got, it got a lot of room in it. Um, but the smart gestures built into it are awesome. Um, it's got some Teflon backing. Um, 
but it's for you know for people who are on the go or in the city or uh, things like that. It's really cool because it does save you pulling your phone in and out because you do have that connectivity built right into you on that backpack, and it has nothing but stellar reviews. Yeah, I think this one, for me personally, because in your entire wonderful spiel, I didn't hear what category you wanted to put it in. Um, <laughs> oh, but. so I'm, I'm sticking with, I'm putting this in an A because it is innovative. It is, uh, it pushes the limits on new technology with this. It's functional. It's out there. It's available. It's affordable. It's badass. I, have I don't. I don't know how I feel about putting it at an A. I think it's a strong B. I just don't know, because like the only thing that's really innovative to me out of all of the features it has is that you're effectively creating a touch receptive fabric, which, admittedly, that's pretty awesome. Uh, I'd like to see more of that kind of stuff in the future. But uh, everything else already exists. It's just never existed in a backpack before. Um, so as far as the, the, the touch fabric goes, I think that is what it, to me is pushing it up to the B category. I don't think it's quite enough to push it up to an A. I don't know. What are your I thoughts mean, the, and feelings? I mean, you're taking, they're taking this fabric though, but they're also taking it to the point where the paint stripes on it, you can actually assign them, assign actions to gestures. So when you go through and download the app, you're coordinating your gestures with however you want. So you can record them. Um, but it's also got vibration built into it. Um, and uh, so uh, when it's correctly installed, um, you know, you have some vibration feedback for it. Um, but I think it's certainly, you know, pushing the limits of this backpack, you know, uh, usage mainly because again and as someone who wouldn't get a ton of use out of it you know i i, I get i don't see value for me but for students for people in the city um you can you know uh program the led on on the module to flash in any array of colors when you gesture and set it up for different alerts so if it's a red flash it's a text if it's a blue flash it's a you know a facebook messenger um you can, you know, set a gesture to drop pins into Google Maps for things that if you're traveling, you know, you found cool things. Uh, you can, uh, t you know, connect your headphones via uh, Bluetooth for it, which again is not, you know, super innovative. But for backpack technology, you know, certainly ahead of the game. Um, but what did you say? Did you say B? Well, now I'm not so sure. Because <laughs> like I was thinking B, you make a pretty compelling argument for A though. Tyler, what are you thinking? I mean, I will say this one you can actually buy right now. I did check that. There's limited stock, but you can buy it. It is $200. It so a lot of the um a lot of the features don't make a whole lot of sense, right? So the the assuming you have Bluetooth headphones, which at this point most people have. Mm -hmm. What makes it easier on the bag? to hit than just going up to your headphones and hitting those buttons. Um, well, who's assuming that your headphones have that capability? If they're wireless, they do. So you, I mean, they should. Do you have a pair of wireless headphones that don't have any sort of controls on them? I mean, I do, but... Do you? Yeah. Which, which ones? Knockoffs, but yeah. The cheap ones? The if you have if you have cheap headphones that don't have controls, you're not buying a two hundred dollars smart backpack. Unless you saved your money just so you could buy it. 
Right, but I'm looking at it more in the innovation of the the programmable gesture aspect on the fabric with the app is cool. Yeah, I yeah, I'd give it. Are you, I'd, are you putting I'd this in a B? A, no, I'd say it's an A minus. It's it's flirting. I like the idea enough. So I think this is where I'll, I'll give you the A, Greg, on this one. But I think this is where we're going to be kind of skirting along here with innovation coupled with features that already exist as well as practical features where there's a lot when of you look features at it, on here though i think but now listening to you i think the the features that already exist outnumber the innovative stuff so that's what I'm getting i would at. i would say it's a i would i guess i would say it's a b plus in it's terms of it's right a very solid it's so product close. but i would probably put it in a b for now and let's see where everything else lands and if we feel like shifting it yeah, we we'll, can, we'll, we'll adjust it if we need to. I mean, because like I said, I mean, the, the, the innovative features that they're bringing to the table are great. Touch fabric and the gesture-controlled fabric is if awesome. If it had we an automated, like, adaptive strap system that automatically cinched when you put it on, boom, A. But, yeah, right. one See, really I, innovative thing surrounded by eight sort of really standard available yeah, things. Yeah, run-of-the-mill uh, you like, know, features that we already have. Because if... So a couple of things I'd like to see out of it. So I, I had to look up the LED, right? It's a tiny little LED on the strap itself. You're probably not going to see when you're wearing it. I thought it was like on the mm-hmm. back, in which case it'd be cool if you could like program, like if you're if you're biking or whatever, you could program LEDs to flash in the back based on your that GPS. That would be cool. Automatic blinkers would be really cool, but there's no LEDs in the back. If the straps could vibrate to indicate your next turn, that would be really cool. But I don't, th- as far as I can tell, it doesn't really do that. So... There's a lot of things you could do. I feel like most of it is just kind of replacing controls you'd likely have on your headphones anyway. Um, the only the the coolest thing that I like that I can't think that anything else really does is being able to drop a pin in a location. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. So if you want to like just double tap your if you like see something, oh hey, and double tap your shoulder strap and then bam, it's on your maps. That's cool. That's it though. <laughs> yeah. It's I all mean... it's all pretty cool, but it's none of it's a cool. Also you have to recharge the dongle. Make sure it has power so everything works. Right. <laughs> it's it's cool. Like it's got uh, it's got a really really solid innovative idea with the touch fabric and what you can do with that feature itself wrapped up really nicely with features we already know and love in a nice little package because the backpack looks cool too. Yeah. Uh, but I th- I think it's a solid B personally. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a, we can it, adjust if needed, but let's keep it at B. For I think now. it's a strong B, but it's a B. Yeah. Yep. All right. I mean, let's it's feature on. loaded, so all right. Which is cool. Now, the the Samsung one terabyte expansion module for the Xbox Series X. And the S2. No. What? Correction, I'm wrong. Yes, for the Series say, S. I'm pretty well. sure it's both, but um so this one I'm going to throw on the bat for an A. Ah. Simply because ah. Hold on. Okay. Simply because of what they were able to push with the read and write speeds for a hard drive. I know it's a solid state, but still, they have pushed us to the next level when it comes to that side of the technology. It's not a new technology, but the speed itself is new. We don't have anything that's anywhere remotely close to it right now. It's it's expensive right now, but it's going to come down eventually when more developers get on it. But it's well, the considering the, the only that reason that this exists is because they want to make more money off of us and not make this available inside. And the fact of the matter is, it's just a faster external hard drive. So C, because it's not super innovative, 
and it is certainly quick, but it's just a fast hard drive. See, so the I speed is pretty remarkable. Put it with the poop robot. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think I I think it also should be in C, but not for the reasons Greg gave. Great, it's a hard drive. Give me more reasons. <laughs> It's a hard drive <laughs> manufacturer that made a fast hard drive that Xbox slapped their name on. That's exactly True. what I a- just said. A-Data and Samsung have made these hard drives. Seagate is not doing anything spectacular. It's just people made the next generation of hard drive, and Microsoft partnered with somebody to make it proprietary. That's kind of all they did. All um, right. So I think it. I, I it's cool, but they could have made it more accessible. They could have made... Uh, an enclosure. They could have made an enclosure for an SSD to put into the back of that. So, By the way, Seagate, I do love that we put this on here, but we didn't put any of the next-gen consoles on here. Not yet. Those are coming. Yeah. They're, oh, they're, they are? I mean, they're on there. They're on there. Oh, yeah, they're I did not miss list. that list. Okay, cool. They're coming. <laughs> so, yeah, so see. Uh, but, so, yeah, I think since they partnered with a hard drive manufacturer, they could have went like, hey, here's ours, but also here's an enclosure. You can put the uh, approved list of solid states. Sony's allowing you to put M.2 drives or NVMe drives into their console, nothing's fast enough yet, but once they are, you can put yeah, them in Yeah, I was going to say, as long as it's fast enough, because that's the only stipulation. But. Right. Once those... So, right now, this is all cool and shiny, but once we have NVMe drives that can hit this speed, this is going to absolutely suck. You're not wrong. Um, I didn't realize that uh, Sony and the other guys were, had already made stuff this fast. But, Ryan does uh, love Samsung speed. It does suck that this one is strictly proprietary, and it's $220. So and it is only a terabyte of storage. So right. all right, you make a compelling argument for C. I'd like to see it higher, but it is what it is. Maybe in the, C plus. Ma- yeah, C plus. I mean, it's cool. It's oh bonus so, points. <laughs> so right now, it's cool for what it is. I mean, it's it, honestly, it's in the same boat as the Stadia. It could get better in the future, but right now, it sucks. Yeah, being proprietary <laughs> is a pretty big handicap on that one. Right. I would that, say. I think that kind of sums up the C category, like. It could be, get better, but not right now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> really great idea. Wow, is it limited? I like how the poop robot's the only thing. <laughs> it's the, the only, only thing that app. doesn't officially exist. <laughs> All right. So that being said, since Greg, you you, you ruined my uh, your my, segue my segue here. Uh, the Xbox Series S and X. We're gonna put them in the same A package uh, deal. Yeah, the X, the next gen Xbox bundle. What? Uh, Ryan, being a being an owner of the refrigerator, what say yes, you? Yes, the Series X. Um, here's the only thing: it's really tough to gauge how great the the <laughs> hardware itself is because there's nothing exclusively for it yet. Now that being said, the games that I have that have been optimized for it are fucking gorgeous. So Valhalla, Cyberpunk. Destiny 2. Destiny 2. Uh, sea of Thieves. Have you played the Destiny 2 since the yeah, update? Yeah, it looks great. <laughs> um, I've heard really good things, yeah. Uh, the sea, new Sea of Thieves. Well, not new, but Sea of Thieves has been updated Ooh. for it. Looks really good. Which we'll be streaming on the 22nd. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then there's a couple other handful ones I haven't actually played them, but I know that they're available. So, like, what they're able to do with the hardware, it's absolutely phenomenal. Uh, and I think it you'll be able to see it even better when you have games that are designed for it. Like Cyberpunk 2077, when the actual Xbox Series X next-gen release comes out in Q1, uh, then we'll really be able to see it shine. And until yeah, then... I mean, yeah, well, I, so I put what, it in A. I, told, I, I was thinking in A as well. 
um, until I really see if they're living up to what they're saying it's capable of when it comes to the next-gen games, it's an A because it's better than what we have currently by far. But not even yeah. that, but like I, I put the PS5 and the Xbox One in an A because of their industry impact, because their development pushes everybody else in the PC industry and in the game development it's industry true. to up their game. And these are sort of the benchmarks for graphics and gaming capabilities going forward. And everything that comes out hardware-wise and software-wise sort of revolves around them. So sure, we don't know their full capability yet, but we've seen from the last systems that by the end of their life cycle, they're living up to all the hype and the industry has gotten better as a result. So between that and the industry impact, I think that they're a category. I, I definitely agree with that for sure. Um, I'm, I definitely want to see what they're, if they live up to the hype, but absolutely you make a compelling case there as well, where yeah. they do kind of steer the industry. Yeah. And so I just went ahead and slapped the, uh, the PS five, both digital and uh, physical versions as well. If we're going to kind of, put those all in there i think they each have their aggressive pros and cons we kind of already touched on with the sure the storage um but i think the so i don't i can't think of anything right now for either console that will really push it into an s tier but i think they can i think they're pretty strongly in they're, they're pretty they're pretty okay in a right now and i think they're only going to get more solidified in that but as of now i don't i don't think or anticipate anything that will that will push it into an S tier, but I think, yeah, I think you guys are both correct. They both have uh, they both have their real solid um, aspects to it. They kind of change things. I'm kind of impressed they launched with digital versions. We'll see how that goes in the future. As of right now, yeah. But I'd want to see the digital market itself change first. Yeah, well, it's the first generation that have launched with the physical and a digital only version. So, well, the Xbox One S had that too. Well, it never there was never a generation that launched with both. That's fair. Yeah, from and the get go, Sony's never done it. Now, yeah, no, this is the first time so they've ever done it. They're doing different things that way. So, so yeah, I think the 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 next gen of the C Xbox series series I think yeah, uh, it's <laughs> it's going to be improved on. But yeah, I, I think I think that's solid. Um, and let's round out what what's effectively a game console the uh, the Oculus Quest Two. Uh, I game console. What what do we want to consider this? A personal electronic? A well, per no, this this is a console. It's a, console. It's, a is, it's a VR console. Yeah. But it's, there's a lot more. You can get it's a, lot a more console like, in the same sense that the Xbox Series S is a console. Well, I say I, I'm, I'm hesitant to call it a console because there's a lot of... Experiences? A, a lot of experiences, a lot of applications, a lot of things that aren't necessarily games, more so than that exist on like the... The, the yeah, but Xbox you look at like something like the Switch. It's, it's The Switch is a mobile console that has a lot of apps and, you know, well, the way I look like at that, but... I mean, it's not a bad thing that's not a console. I just struggle to, to no, figure out like but what I it still, would actually be. Because it, it is in its own sort of sphere, but for what it is, it's an A. I mean, considering yeah, so, what Oculus... Oculus is the cutting edge of, you know, consumer-available VR technology, and the, you know, the Oculus Quest 1 is still solid and fantastic, and the 2 mm -hmm. only really improves on that. And I think for what it, you know for the audience that it plays to and for its value because it's not in you know it's not it's 300 bucks i mean you you know you have to get your peripherals just like anything else but right. you look at something like the switch for 300 bucks for its price point you know for the vr experience i think it's worth every penny yeah no it's man i think personally i think this is kind of right on the line as well because the hardware the, the usability the accessibility the wirelessness of it all that is fantastic mm-hmm 
couple things bring it down. Facebook, we can't not address that. You, you're you going to need a fa- I believe in 2021, you need a Facebook account to use it, mm-hmm. which they're currently being sued for in Germany. B, um, it's a single, they don't have a way to switch profiles right now. So if, you're, if you're using it, you're kind of using it. You yeah, your profile is the only one that can use it unless you log out and somebody logs in. Uh I don't even know if you can log out. Not, not really. There's no good way for it to support multiple profiles. Um, That's fair. Do you and think that PlayStation VR is better or worse than what Oculus provides? <sighs> Admittedly, I've never tried it, so I can't give you a good answer on that. Are one. we are we talking the Quest 2 specifically? Or are we talking what Oculus overall provides? I'd say what Oculus overall provides. I'd say Oculus is better. The Rift S is going to be better than the PSVR just because of the That's sheer fair. options. Yeah, I mean, the Rift S is designed to give you a VR experience on games that are des- are designed with that in mind, whereas PlayStation, for the most part, I know that there's some outliers, but for the most part, it's basically just it replaces your right stick for the camera. You look around with your head now. But to that point, the Quest 2, you can still plug in via Quest Link. They're, mm-hmm. they're working on a, a wireless version, so you can just hook this into, like, Steam play pc games on it so yep all right greg good point for you you made the right point the wrong way but (laughs) i I do think it's an a category yeah yeah there there are big things to be aware of with this it has its pros and cons just like the current next gen consoles are so i think this is the one in the a category that is most liable to either fall to a b or get bumped to an s it gets the most volatile in the a category i i would personally i wouldn't be against knocking it to a B simply because of the way Facebook actually handled the quote unquote peripherals with this one. But that's a nitpicky thing on the side. I don't know if that really warrants knocking it down. Yeah. Now maybe, maybe because we'll- there's a lot of things that came standard with the Oculus quest one that you now have to buy separately true. with right. the Oculus quest two. And I know we're not factoring in price, but right. That's something to consider. Yeah. No, that one will, we'll do a final swing and see if that stays in the A category. Um, good. let's see. We'll run with the big Navi with, uh, announced by Greg's dream lady, Dr. Lisa. Yes. Good old uh, Dr. Lisa. Gentlemen, where do you think we're throwing big Navi? The Radeon GPUs announces here. I hesitate to put it on the same tier with NVIDIA personally. Um, here's the way I look at it. Cause now not to knock Radeon, the 6,000 series is the best thing that they've come out with by far. And mm-hmm. the way that they were able to, utilize their Zen 3 architecture of the CPUs in uh, tandem with the new Radeon series GPUs really pushes the envelope of what we can kind of think ahead with when it comes to the GPU market. Uh, When you are able to have your GPU and CPU run in sync, I forget what they called it. Greg, you might remember what it is. The uh, the heck is it called? You don't remember it? Okay. It's the... uh, (laughs) SAM or something like that. It was an acronym. Oh, yeah. Yep. The, the, the memory thing. that it, it accesses the full memory. I forget what the hell it's called. Anyways, um, the fact that they thought that far ahead with the Zen 3 architecture CPUs and the 6000 series Radeon GPUs, that itself is, is very innovative. We haven't seen anything like that before, as far as I know. Um, not only that, but the Radeon 6000 series does fight with the NVIDIA 3000, but I do feel it falls short in a lot of areas, especially involving anything ray tracing, um, which is where NVIDIA seems to shine. As far as their workload and productivity at anything less, like 1440p, they're equal across the board. In fact, in some games, Radeon will actually outbeat 
uh, NVIDIA of the same class. So I don't know. Like, they have a lot of innovations, but they also fall short on NVIDIA in a lot of things. So uh, it's kind of a toss-up for me. I, I could go either A or B with it. So it is the same, the smart access memory. Yeah, okay. Um, and they, the, the, the 6000 series, I believe, do have ray tracing now. They do, um, but they drop frame rate compared to NVIDIA again, 3000 series on I recent to, benchmarks. I'm going with B. I mean, I need to see it in the wild. I mean, again, you know, Dr. Lisa can show me everything that, you know, they've done in terms of benchmark testing. But until I see it out there, you know, pumped to its fullest extent across the board after, you know, in the wild for a year, I think for its potential, certainly A, potential. Um, with this stuff and a potential, but it's such a limited a potential because again, to access that same, you've got to have a full, you know, basically full Zen three rig, um, you know, going on with that, which is expensive and not many people can afford that now. So if it, you know, drops down in price and becomes more affordable, you know, yeah, I know we're not, you know, we've said we're not including price in it, but I need to, I need to see it, you know, bust some ass for the next year or so but i think it's still a bad <laughs> right. that's fair that's fair I, I i can i can get on board with that so we're saying that it's still still one one level behind nvidia as of right now i feel they're getting close I they're, think they're so close. close but i, I do feel like, feel like nvidia is like a minus and and radeon's b plus like they're that close yeah they're i real. i think radeon is so close to being able to toe the line with nvidia that i think in the next series release we'll see a shift but right now, it's just, oh, it's just ever so slightly behind where I would throw NVIDIA ahead of it. That's fair. And Greg, now we'll, we'll stick uh, the on rest the rest of Dr. Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> the Zen 3 processors AMD announced this year. Yeah, that's a solid S in my opinion. Greg? S. Yeah, that this is the I mean, one. AMD in- kills it. I mean, this is their specialty. This is their wheelhouse. This is... You know, everything, I mean, the fact of the matter is the fact that it's still living in the AM4 socket, they have mm-hmm. they have made it so that you can update old rigs without costing a fortune, but provide so much more performance and, you know, and really good value. Uh, it's something that this defines AMD and it is nothing but impressive and innovative and pushing the limits. Agreed. It, they definitely push the limits super heavily with this one. Admittedly, destroyed intel intel has so much catching up to do not only that they gave it all the extra power they have the new 32 l3 memory 32 uh, megabyte l3 memory that you can access or maybe it's gigabyte i can't freaking remember but not only that they do it all in the same power draw as the current zen 2 architecture that we all have been using for so long the fact that they're able to do all of that Keep the same power draw. Make it so you can you can just update your rig with a software patch, a new firmware update, and boom, you're ready to go. Like the fact they were able to do all that with the AM4 socket, it's a hands down S category for me. the The CPU, what they were able to do with Zen 3 architecture, is it it shouldn't be possible with what we have. Not only that, but they shrunk the die again, and it's it, yeah. it's breaking world records. Now, I will say this has speaking of the opening of our episode. This information has a massive asterisk because the the cooling the 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 cooling rig they set up to this is insane. Looks like everything's frozen on it, but they have been able to overclock an an AMD Ryzen nine fifty nine fifty X to six point three five gigahertz across Jeez. all sixteen cores. Granted, again, are they cooling with liquid is, nitrogen? I think they are. Probably. It's literally frozen. It's, yeah, it's it has to a, be. But like. 
when you think about that, the fact that you they can do that, yeah. even with Zen 2 on the Threadripper series, you couldn't get 6.3 gigahertz. Right. No, that's not On a liquid nitrogen cooling system. Yeah. No, this thing has the cooling yeah. rig is wrapped. There's a towel wrapped around it, and it's covered in ice. Yeah. Slow yeah. clap, but, Dr. Lisa. But yes. They a- absolutely nailed this one. And around the same prices for an Intel. Right. No, like, a little bit a little bit more, like fifty bucks more. And even then you save money on the uh the Mobos. And yeah, because you don't need to buy a new Mobo necessarily. If you already have right. a four hundred series, you're good. Most likely. And even then you can get another one for hundred you can get a solid one for hundred bucks. Yeah. True. Nothing crazy. Okay. Now, for probably the biggest shift, <laughs> uh, we'll talk about the Apple A fourteen processor. Greg, go. F. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Apple's stupid. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So all right. So I B. have to look at this in the bubble of Apple. Um, I I definitely give it a B. Um, Max. Um, I think that their technology, you know, within their own sort of controlled environment, is really impressive. It's something that, especially for what it can produce with their their cameras, they're basically a camera manufacturer now more than anything. Uh, with these iPhones coming out. Um, and I think it's got a lot of potential, and I and I think Apple's had this ready for a while and is already on to the next thing. So it's something that for Apple certainly, you know, be. But it, I've also got to you know get past the fact that Apple's not blowing minds anymore like they used to with their releases. So when like mm-hmm. when their releases are just like, hey, here's our new chip, it's like, uh, okay, I mean, it's really cool, but all right, and it's and it's so hard because they're so lock uh, tight lipped on a lot of the specs and performance and stuff like with numbers, they just show you empty graphs. Like here's our competition. It's like that. You're not giving me any information on what these benchmark tests are. So right. it's we're the hard best to we've really taken track that. of. <laughs> right. It's the best thing we've done. It's like, okay, I guess. So I mean, B max. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's certainly not, you know, the, I mean, it's a fair. It's fair. I definitely give it a B because of the fact that they were pushing, for some innovations on the technology as far as their stuff goes. But it's a B. It's no more than a B, in my opinion, because this is a quote-unquote lab scenario where it works this good on their stuff, and that's it. You can't use it on anything else. Like you said, we have no raw data on what it's actually capable of other than what they show us in these blind benchmarks and all this and that. We don't actually really know what it's capable of through independent benchmarking, because I don't think you're allowed to do that. Apple doesn't let you, I don't think. Right, so we don't know what it's truly capable of. Also, you can't really do an independent benchmark, because what are you going to put it in? Right, yeah, you'd have to take apart your phone and put it in something else, and it's like, ah, it's just, it's so weird. It's cool, new technology, it's great. I'm all about it. They're pushing the envelope on what they can currently do. I just... B, yeah. Yeah, it's it's just It's cool, but it doesn't... So it, it it's nothing it's nothing crazy. So A has some impressive stuff. There's 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 reasons. There's there's push. They're kind of expanding the boundaries on things. S even more so. Mm-hmm. B has a lot of really cool ideas, a lot of really cool potential, but it's just not there right now. Right. So I think I think it it firmly fits into the category that we've been putting things in in uh, in for B. Yeah. If I had more information behind what the chip was capable of and what its actual applications were. I might put it a bit higher up, but because I don't have that. Yeah, we it's, won't. It it's, sounds cool. We just can't. We can't. There's no. We can't compare it to anything because it's just so sandbox or so. Uh, yeah, I guess sandboxed. Setting. Yeah. yeah, it's been sandboxed. Mm-hmm. It's it's in its own environment, and that's it. 
Yeah. Well, and speaking of mobile phones, we've got some of the weirdest ones. The Moto Razor, the the flip Android phone. If you remember the old one, which was just the standard T9 numbers and all that, they've since made it differently. Where you flip it open, the whole thing is a screen. I'm going to put this in C. I am also going to put this in C. Because I really like the idea. It could be cool, but it's just not. It's really not. They're trying to play on the nostalgia factor with a lot of the millennials where the, the cool phone back in the day was the Razer. And yeah, I mean, you have that going for you, but I don't care. Sam- Samsung did it better. Samsung is, did do it better. That is true. I, not the first time. I give it. Give it a C. Not the first time they didn't do it better. It's a solid C yeah. phone. Because uh, I've, I've, I've played with one, and it's weird because when you open it up, you can see the whole top of the screen kind of slide upward because the it's anchored at the top. Right. So if you hold, if you kind of get your <laughs> lift the phone up a bit, hold the screen at the bottom, the rest of the phone can't open all the way. Yeah. So I don't like the idea that there's some, some wiggle room it's there. A, it's very mechanical how it's right. opening. There's a lot of room for error on that. Yeah. and yeah. It, you, Plus, foldable phones... If they're not done good, if they're not done right, they will break so easily. So, speaking of which, let's talk about the Galaxy Fold 2 specifically. The second one. Right, not the first one because it was not good. First one had a lot of issues. However, with both the Galaxy Fold and the Moto Razr, I will applaud them. I love when manufacturers do weird shit. Um, it's kind of the only way to advance the industry when it comes to this kind of stuff. Exactly. Honorable mention for the LG Wing, which I don't have a picture for. Whoops. Um, well, that's the one that has the it kind of the yeah, it whole shoots out to the side, swivels, and it's weird. LG's always doing weird shit, and I love it. Never buy one, but I love it. But the <laughs> Fold too. This big honking chonker of things. What like half an inch, an inch thick when it's folded? Yeah, it's pretty thick. Uh, this is their second version, so they really went through. Um, redesigned the hinge so nothing's going to get in it. Because um, that was the problem with the first mm-hmm. one. Redesigned I stick the this A. Really? I was think, yeah, thinking I think, B. I think for what it is, I mean, it is truly a technology that is so easy to screw up and so easy to be poor that Samsung did it poorly the first time. But the second time, everything about the Fold 2, if this is the form factor you want... This is the best it's going to get. And for something that is still in progress and still working through the kinks and still developing, it is truly at the top of its game. And in terms of what it's challenging the rest of the foldable device industry to do, again, I look at bigger impact and I put it in an A because of the impact that it's having on the industry that they are able to truly in this edition make something only a gen later that is functional well done, and again, it's you know whatever it is. What is it like eighteen hundred bucks, two thousand bucks? But if it's that's the form factor hell. you want, it's certainly going to be good value. You, make a good I, point. you do make a good point. Here's the way I look at it, though, because right, if we look at our categories where we have them listed out currently, we are looking at S tier is top of the line. You've pushed the the limits of the industry and set a new standard moving forward. A, you're pushing the limits. Everybody's kind of even across the board. There's room to expand. You've wowed you're also us. But pushing it's not, the industry. Right. You're pushing the industry forward. B, mm-hmm. solid ideas. Not yeah. really practical yet. Not really a whole lot of industry Which is very status quo. Seeing. Like, good for modern day today. Like, as I wake up, this is something good. But, like, not really forward thinking and, like, you know, 100% solid. So, 
It's just sort of so. Part of me wants to put this right. (laughs) The poop robot. Part of me wants to put this in B simply because it's just it's not. It's a fantastic, innovative idea. Mm -hmm. They're pushing it forward. They've already done that. They're improving upon it. And I know that there's other developers who are doing the. I'm not going to categorize it as a folding smartphone. I'm going to categorize it as a. Uh, changeable screen size for a smartphone because there's others who are taking this to a different direction. Mm-hmm. I like, like the, that, that sliding other direction one we more. talked about. Right. I yep. like that direction a little bit more, but for the sake of argument, we'll just stick with this. I think it's a fantastic idea. I do not think there's enough of an impact on the industry to say it's pushing the industry forward. I don't know. I, I'm, I, I'm more inclined to agree with Greg because they did come out with garbage at first, right? Everyone, no one really liked it. And that's fair. And they continue to push it forward to really move like, move in the right direction. Is this phone something that everyone's going to buy? No, not at all. But they are taking the time. They are they are refining the foldable form factor. They are making it work. And I think I think it goes. I think it fits with the. I think it fits with the A category better because it's good for what it is. It's fantastic for what it is and is still moving everything. Well, and if it's going to influence others to do that sliding feature, that could eventually push them to make it bigger. And all of a sudden you have a coffee table style that has that rolling feature. And this is sort of, you know, keeping everybody on their toes and other developers on their toes and saying, oh, gosh, Samsung's here. We got to push. We got to do this. We got to make it better. Yeah. Competition leads to innovation. So people are going to make... If Samsung's going to keep making this folding phone, if people are going to keep buying it, other manufacturers will have to follow suit and figure out what kind of folding thing can can we make. We've already seen it with the LG Wing. It's already weird shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Oppo has that that rollable sliding phone. So yep. I don't I I don't think we see those. And hell, even the Razer, I don't think we see any of these phones if uh, the Galaxy Fold initially didn't exist. So I think the Fold Two is then going to push that even further. So I think. I'd say that's get. I think that gets an A plus. Keep it an A. I'm not going to say S, but I think it's a strong A. Uh, yeah, all right. I mean, you guys do make a compelling argument for A. I'd like to see some more uh, manufacturers pick up the a folding design before I would really say it's truly industry impacting. Because right now we're seeing a lot of small. Well, I'm also going to think small. that some of that is that they probably own every single possible patent of any type that <laughs> relates to this technology. I so mean, it's going to be hard for others to break in that way. That's, that's a why fair others point are going to be forced well. to look at other form factors. So right, that's well, a fair point as well. I mean, admittedly, I'm not mad that we're putting it in the A category. Not I do my, think it's not it's my deserving. thing, but still cool. But right, right, it's definitely deserving. So, gentlemen, oh my god, yes, <laughs> this is the moment yes. we've been waiting for. S. <laughs> if if you guys, rec- if any if uh. the listeners recall, we uh, <laughs> we covered the the new range of Amazon devices. Uh, and we we would be remiss, remiss if we didn't cover the always home the S. the home drone <laughs> that S. you can program to fly around your home. S. Uh, so right, tell me S why. For so yeah, Bezos. <laughs> S. So Bezos. S. Uh, A for Amazon. S for so Bezos. B for oh Bezos. God. C for can't beat Bezos. <laughs> admittedly, <laughs> if we're for fuck you, it's Bezos. <laughs> no, no, no. All, okay, I'm, all seriousness aside, like, okay, as much as just because I'm so hyped for how freaking creepy this is, I mean, it's it's certainly we twisted okay, I, what it actually is so bad in that episode. It's probably though. at best an A, at well, best, just because I'd, in terms mm, of at best, I'd, yeah. It, 
in terms of the drone ability to be able to program flight paths, to be able to do this at you know a $250 price point affordably, Amazon is really pushing the limits of security with this in terms of being able to dock itself in order to be able to create a path to track. I mean, some of it, this is really innovative technology. Cut out, I mean, put aside for a second the creepiness, the invasiveness, the Amazon always listening, that kind of stuff for a second. From sheer innovation, it's an A. Now, add all that stuff back in, the <laughs> creepiness factor could probably drop it down to a B. You know, I will, a, a, I will, I will detract one more thing from it that I think should plant it in B. You can't control it. You can program it to fly around, but you can't like control it. So if you needed to like no. check in on your house... You can't like fly it around if you need to look at stuff. I no, agree. But you can program, the, you, but I believe you can program multiple paths. So if you need to change its path, it can go switch between paths. I think that's true as well. But for sheer innovation, yes, it's it's an A product for innovation. However, I can't look past all of those other th- issues with it. So I think it deserves a B. Mm, However, right. I will say strong B. Strong a, it's a I'd strong agree, B. Agree. The the we'll sheer innovation. For Bezos. I would say for Bezos, <laughs> the sheer Bezos. innovation behind this, what this product actually is, makes far more sense commercially than it does for home use. And even then, it's going to depend more so on the actual drone design itself. Was that our uh, last one? Yes. Yeah. Look at how beautifully accidentally <laughs> symmetrical that is. It looks I like know. a dick. It's a, that is- it's a really. <laughs> <laughs> we accidentally made a dick. It looks like a ready-to-use Quick, condom. move the ring bot to S. <laughs> I love how at uh, one end of the spectrum you have the Ryzen beautiful Zen 3 on the other end is a fucking poop robot. Well, okay, so that being said, let's just let's just do a quick recap and reaffirm, make sure we, we have these in the right spot. So Zen 3. Zen easy, 3 CPU, S-tier. that's S-tier. It's the easily. only one on this list in S-tier. Uh, NVIDIA 3000 GPUs. Yep. A-tier. Yep. Xbox Series S and X. Just all all next gen consoles. Yeah, and A-tier. then the PS5, both physical and digital. Quest two, also A tier. Still, still sticking with A. Yeah. Galaxy Fold two, A tier. The Raspberry Pi four hundred, B tier. I think it's a solid B tier item. Pixel five. Who I think it's the strongest B we have, but it's a B. I think it's a solid B. Uh the Samsonite Smart Backpack B. I do think that's a B as well. I I think it, it's the weakest. It's, it's weak the weakest B. of it's the a weak B's. B. Yeah. Uh, I, I put that on par with the Always Home, personally. Um, the Radeon, one of the strongest of the Bs. Mm-hmm. I think the new Radeon 6000 series. Yep. The Apple A14, the most F. meh of Bs. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even be mad if we put it on C, if I'm being totally uh, honest. See, I don't, there's nothing bad about the A14, but there's nothing good about it, which I think it needs we to just be slotted. Well, we don't know if there's anything that's, bad about it. That's the thing. That's why you slot it slap in the middle, because there's... That's it's, fair. Meh, it's so aggressively average, which is why it's the A14. That's fair. Uh, mm-hmm. And the always home, it's one of the weakest Bs, I think. Yeah, it's... <laughs> because of the <sighs> creepiness of Amazon. It really drags yep. it If down. it was made so by Bezos. anyone else. Basically. Okay, right. so that's our B tier, and then Stadia, yep, the short throw touchscreen projector, the creepy grabby gloves, <laughs> the Sam's uh, Seagate, Seagate, the Seagate one terabyte expandable storage for the Xbox Series S and X, and the Moto Razor touchscreen, all C tier. Yeah, I, I don't want to change any of this because of the beautiful symmetry. So, and the <laughs> and then the glorious, the Poop glorious robot. Charmin Rollbot, yes, bringing up the F tier. Yes, love yeah, it. Hey, wow. We'll, 
Well, so deserving. We did it. People, let us know what you think of our, our tier. Uh, let us know if you think anything should be changed. Yeah, and gentlemen, I think we've uh, I think we've done it in in one product on this list. Say goodbye to the people. Mm, always home. Oh. I'm sorry, Greg. <laughs> I'm going the grabby glove. Bye-bye. Peace. <laughs>